It's time for Geocaching with Kids! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Geocaching with Kids. I'm Derek, and I am joined with my beautiful co host, wife, the other part of Baker Six Clan, my wife, Jess. Hi, everybody. So nice to have you out there in um, podcast land listening. Yep. Thank you for listening. We had such a great time doing the show last month, and we are so glad that you're joining us. I want to just special give a special thanks to Geocache Talk Network because giving us this opportunity has been awesome, and we really enjoyed it. Loved all the feedback that we got from everybody. We have an awesome show for you this month. Um, we're going to be joined here in a little bit by Reese, and you might have heard of her father. Um, he does a little bit of geocaching, and he's on YouTube a little bit, but yeah, it's the geocaching like- vlogger and his daughter, so they're going to be on here in a little bit. But first, we had such a great time this last month doing some caching and some family events. We did a really cool event uh, recently, and it was a, a photo scavenger hunt all over Shelby County. And I'd have a video of that on my channel on Behind the Cache, so you can go check that out. But there were some things that you didn't see in there that was kind of fun that we did with the kids and we wanted to give you a little bit of an aspect of it from behind the scenes. So we're just going to kind of go around the table, and we're going to talk about some highlights from that event that we had. And let's start off with Jess. Well, I really enjoyed just seeing the things. It was interesting, this actual photo, I mean, you might be thinking, what does a photo scavenger hunt have to do with geocaching? Well, this particular event, it was given to us, we had a clue name of this location, and then we had GPS coordinates. So I think one of the most interesting things we went to was uh, there was a GPS coordinate that had some zeros in it that we had to go to. And it involved us um, parking along the side of the road and running through a field, getting to another road, standing there, taking about three or four pictures to make sure that we had the actual thing and then traipsing back through the field to get to the car. Right. That was a a really fun one and it was hard trying to we're having to walk back and forth two, three feet, try and get the zeros all on that. All right, Nikki, what was one of your highlights? Um, my favorite part was the um, Elvis statue on Beale Street. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, we hopped out of the car, and uh, we took a picture, and we did, like, perfect poses. I mean, Curtis's was, like... Um, he was channeling his inner Elvis. Yes, he was. He was channeling his inner Elvis. Yes. Yeah, Nikki, that was just really cool seeing you guys posing. I love that picture. Now, one of the last stops that we had, and we were kind of under a time crunch. Curtis, there was something that happened to you on this last photo, right before the photo. Tell me what happened. So, um, Nikki was tying her shoe, and, I was, and I'm telling her to hurry up. Mom's waiting there when she's done tying her shoe. I'm like running, running, and then like a, and then I trip and I manage to save the tie, but my whole shirt, my hands, and my knees are just muddy, just complete muddy. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, it was kind of you see you come sprawling across the ground. I mean, it looked like you were sliding into home plate, and you it kind of upset you quite a bit though, didn't it? Yes, I I mean, I managed to save the tie. I mean, I was like, no, and I just like put my um, left hand up, swiped it over, and then right on the mud. 
Yeah, face so plant. And I almost plant. literally ate some of it, but I'm a good, it's a good thing I had my mouth closed the whole time. Yes, yeah, it yeah, it was. Now, one of the things that you, you wanted to go home and change, but we didn't have time to change. What did I tell you that this makes? Um, it, uh, it makes a story. That's right, because you know, all geocachers love a good story, and if we can, we can take that story and put it in a log, it makes it even better. So that was really cool, and we turned it around, and we went to the final location for our event, and we had an ending of a great event. Now, the next day, we went and taped the this month's Nano Kids, and this month's Nano Kids adventure challenge is find a cache with ten or more favor points. Okay, so we went to a cache called Blue Man. Okay, now this was a great cache. It's a local cache, and it's off of a trail, and this was absolutely hilarious. I mean, you can go check out the video on the Nano Kids channel of this month's video, but a little bit another part of behind the scenes on that is Curtis getting this cache. Now, I wish I had a picture of it, but it would reveal too much where the location is, but we're going to get into this a little bit. Curtis, tell me what was going on. So I was literally at this blue man, and I'm literally this blue man's proctologist, but butt doctor, and I'm literally, it's like a full cavity search. I mean, I have the claw and the flashlight looking up this thing's butt for like five to ten minutes. I'm like, come on, okay, come so, on. So in let my me, head, okay, I'm so, it's farting. Yes, so. And I finally got him like, oh, it's a blue turd. That's right. So <laughs> this bison tube was underneath this blue man statue sitting down okay and it was right there at the back end and curtis is his head we're trying to trying to get this and his head is actually (laughs) on the back of this blue man and he is elbow deep both hands reaching underneath (laughs) this thing with a flashlight and a grabby claw trying to get the there's a trail camera there and i'm just wondering what people were thinking if they when they look at that video but that oh but the video you sent me because i didn't feel good i wasn't able to um go on this cash trip and i randomly get this video of my son standing up and saying oh it's a blue turd (laughs) yeah which didn't make it on there but because the bison tube was blue and it was from Blue Man, and, and it he made pulled no it out. Sense until it, I got some background. So, but this, I mean, these are things that you cannot plan for when you're geocaching with kids, and there are so many different things. But those are that's what happened this month with us uh, doing some caching, doing some fun events, getting out there with the kids, having making memories. I mean, that's what we did. We made memories. Curtis sliding into the mud, <laughs> face planning. Curtis. Digging into a blue man, getting his the cash. Nikki just having fun, getting pictures and seeing new things. Us as a family getting out there and just having fun. Now, I want to get to this interview with Joshua and Reese. And they have some excellent tips and some really great and funny stories. So we're going to continue having fun. And let's join in on that interview. Uh, y'all have seen him before. You've even seen his daughter. But it is Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, and Reese, or should we call you Reister Bunny? Yes. All right, so we'll call you Reister Bunny. 
All right, I so, love that she still embraces that, and she's 20 years old. That, that, that is cool. So happy as a father. Yeah, I mean, so, Reese, you've been actually caching for how long now? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. As long as I've been caching. Yeah. And that's been 12 years. 12 years. So you're 20 yeah. now, so you started when you were eight. Eight years old, yeah. Okay, so that's just a little bit... Nikki's nine now, so, yeah, so you're... Yeah, right about the same time frame. So, so that's that's really cool. Now here's tonight's gonna be kind of a or, or today, whenever you're getting to listen to this, it's gonna be we're gonna let Reese maybe spill some beans on uh, Joshua a little bit of some of the experiences that she saw as going caching with her dad. So, why not? Yeah, why not? That's, I mean, that's what it is. We're gonna share our mistakes, our triumphs. Um, and maybe even get some really good tips in here. So, Reese. Well, not what... only that, but she'll get, you'll maybe get behind the scenes, you know, because not only am I a geocacher, but she has experienced me as a blogger and she's been a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I know, I know like, like Nikki and Curtis have seen the same time, the same thing too. So, that's just really, it's a lot of fun. So, Reese, what would you say one of the funniest things that you've seen your dad do while he's actually geocaching? Probably. The funniest thing that I've seen while he was while we were geocaching was probably the first time we went geocaching. Actually, that was more embarrassing for me than it was for you. <laughs> it was embarrassing and funny. It was. Maybe my highlight as a parent and my low light as a parent all in the same moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've shared the story once uh, when it was his birthday. Can you start the story? Because I don't remember the beginning. Okay, so I decided I was going to take the kids geocaching for the very first time. I had done it just a couple times myself. And of course, just like most people, they think, oh my gosh, this is a perfect thing to do with my family. So I took Reese and I took Jonah and myself into like a forest preserve area with trails, just just woods and trails. And if keep in mind, this is maybe the second or third time I've ever gone geocaching. Right. So I'm heading out there and, and here's like first tip for people that are just starting out geocaching, especially with kids or geocaching in general is stay on the trail <laughs> for as long as possible yeah. till you get to the geocache because we were literally i was bushwhacking with an eight-year-old and a we were following gps to a t yeah <laughs> we were lewis and clarking it. <laughs> we were lewis and clarking it and so we were i was i didn't admit it at the time because i didn't want to scare the kids but i was i was so lost we got lost in the woods bushwhacking and of course, like I didn't really prepare the kids. The kids didn't know what to expect. I was a nature kid, so I liked I liked bugs, I liked the outdoors, but this was horrible. This was just like burrs and thorns. Mosquitoes. And mosquitoes. And it was like dark because the trees were so luscious that it was just blocking everything. So we right. were like going through this enchanted forest that was terrible. Heavy, heavy coverage. And so we're out there, we're lost, and all of a sudden Reese goes, what do you say? I have to? I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. And for me, this is kind of personal information, but for me, when I have to go to the bathroom, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it was like, now. there was no way. She had to go right away. Nikki's and the same so, way. <laughs> yeah. And without getting too gross, uh, she, she ended up going. Good for her. Yeah. Outdoors. And I was prepared to use some like leaves and stuff, but we didn't know <laughs> what was like accessible. Exactly. Know the woods. Like you need, you need to know what's poisonous and what's not. Again, I wasn't an experienced geocacher or even hiker at all. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So what I did after it was done, after she did her business, I took take off my shirt in the middle of the mosquito woods, throw it to her, and she uses my uh, she uses my shirt to uh, to wipe basically. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first impression of geocaching, and I was excited because I thought I was gonna win some money or something. But I ended right, up right cash. Like, There's cash in it, right? Yeah, yeah, but I ended up just going to the bathroom in the woods, and then my dad coming out just like half naked. That was how I'm coming traffic. So yeah, just imagine. I want you to imagine the mental picture of me coming out of the woods with two kids that had just had a horrible time. With my shirt off, mosquito bites. It was, I'm pretty sure I was crying. Yeah, Jonah was crying. Yeah, it was. It was my maybe my lowest moment as a parent. But also, hey, when I took that shirt off, that was sacrifice right there. That was memories. Memories. So that's where my geocaching with kids journey started. A complete and utter failure. Wow, that that's awesome. Because I mean, hey, you know, there's only it goes only up from there. Well, you think the kids would quit? They would never want to go out again, right? Well, maybe. I mean, they're like, oh, let's see what, what else dad will do. So. <laughs> so that was pretty funny and sad. But yeah, very memorable. Are there any other funny things that I've done while geocaching? I remember going to Mosquito Island oh, yeah. with you. Mosquito Island. I gave up on that That just one. sounds scary, just the name of it. Yeah, so we canoed out together to this island and our family was having a party at the time, but we decided to go geocaching, I guess. Yeah. And we got there, and it was chaos. It was chaos. It was rough. It was probably the most treacherous like terrain as far as like no trails, fallen everything. You know that island had been flooded several times. It was just <laughs> a complete mess. You could hear them just... Oh, you could hear... Yeah, the mosquitoes were so bad. And so there, there was another... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not really selling your listeners. If you're no, listening. no, it, but these are great mistakes because I mean, like I said, it only goes up from there. I mean, I'm glad you didn't have to sacrifice taking your shirt off at, on Mosquito Island because yeah, you wouldn't come out as one big welt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so those are some of the mistakes. Now let's talk about a little bit about the triumphs. What is maybe a great mm-hmm. uh, tip that uh, your dad has done while he's out caching? Mm-hmm. Well. If you don't know this about my dad already, my dad is, we are both actually incredibly competitive people. Mm-hmm. Like, I currently am going to school for competitive speaking. Like, we are both, throughout our lives, have always been competing. And so we did MOGA. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. MOGA is the Midwest um, Open Geocaching Adventure. So it's essentially a race. And I think it was in 2000, uh, I'll have to look, I think 2000. 13 maybe mm-hmm. we went down to southern illinois and we decided to compete as father daughter oh wow um, and in the two-person competition and literally if you've never experienced it before it's literally like it's a race it's like a running race with geocaching mm-hmm. and we found all the geocaches and we we placed uh second second place in our division yeah and we went hard too we went really hard i remember uh, coyote crossed our path, uh, oh, yeah. snake oh, yeah. crossed our path, but it was so fun. It, it was, was so memorable. And there's something, awesome. you know, to have your, your kid, um, first of all, participate in a hobby that you enjoy. Right. That's like, that's a huge win. Right. It, it completely is. Cause I mean, Nikki is the same way. And so is Curtis. That's absolutely loving it. Right. But then taking it to the next level where you're competing 
uh, and racing together in the same hobby and then actually have some success and get second place. Mm -hmm. We got really cool medals. It, um, I was going to show you the medals, but I realized this is an audio podcast, so that wouldn't really No, help. no. But we got these metal, super metal, cool metal geo coins, and yep. they're right behind us here. So it was like, that was a that was an awesome memory. That's great. Just, just taking the just taking a father daughter. It was just us, right? It's like father daughter road trip, and you know, like those are memories that will last forever. And and that's that's really what it's all about. When you say geocaching with kids, the goal is like, hopefully, is to create awesome memories that of time spent together. Yeah, and that's and that's right on. That's exactly what it's about. I mean, it's about getting out there with your kids, uh, creating memories, having fun. And just experiencing new things all the time uh, together and as a family. And it's just one of those great things, maybe getting off a little bit more off the devices and that aspect of it and just having fun. Now, with, with that being said, what would you say the number one tip that you would have for geocaching with kids? And first, before I answer that, what would you define as a kid? Because I, I think there's like kids and then there's teenagers you know, all right. which I, well, for me, those are two different things. All right, let's say 13 and under is a kid. Okay. okay. And then let's start start off there, and then we can go through, since uh, Reese has been uh, caching since eight, we can go through all of them. So what would be your number okay. one tip for uh, caching with somebody 13 and under? Okay. Well, I, I would say, I mean, even to break that up a little bit more, I'd say pre, it's it's really a joy to take pre like preschoolers geocaching. Right. I took my six-year-old preschool niece geocaching for the very first time. And it's it's many of the things that maybe you've said on the previous podcast of um, making, making – typically if the caches are larger, it's going to be a better experience, right. of course. Um, but I would say if you really want to guarantee that a kid, especially a preschooler, has a great time, that you pre-find those caches – and maybe even take it to the next level of filling filling them up with swag that you know they would like. Now it's kind of a setup, right? Right. It, um, but at the same time, you you really want to ensure that that first time for those little those little guys and little gals is really an awesome, memorable experience that first time because it will motivate them to do it more. I have a vi video. I don't know if you remember this years ago. Maybe this is before you were caching. Um, the PBS show Dinosaur Train. I remember Dinosaur uh, Train. Yeah. Yeah, they partnered with geocaching.com and they hid one dinosaur trained geocache in each state. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know and that. So, yeah, so I, I made it my and, – and so there were some kids in our church that had heard about geocaching through Dinosaur Train because they were promoting it after their show. That's and great. so yeah, the parents came up to me and said, we know about geocaching. We know you're a geocacher. Uh, we heard about it on Dinosaur Train. <laughs> so what I did is I went, I have a video about it. You can search it. I think it's, it, if you search geocaching with dinosaurs, you might still find it. It's very deep, deep in the archives. And basically I went to the dollar store. I purchased a bunch of dinosaurs. Right. And I, and I, I put them in an ammo can and, and I pre-found it and even made little certificates. Do you remember this Reese? Mm -hmm. I made little laminated certificates that said, congrats, you found a dinosaur trained geocache. <laughs> And, uh, and so they all got these little certificates and they all, and they all got, you know, dinosaur toys essentially. So that um, is an think, awesome tip to do that. Yeah. Just setting it up. It, I mean, even, especially with the little ones when, when they realize they don't, you know, they don't know right. that you were there. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a gift. Yeah. Um, I have a tip. Okay. What's tip. your, what's your tip, Reese? I, um, 
sometimes when I'm babysitting, we'll take kids geocaching because it's a free thing to do. Right. And so I think that if you can make geocaching as theatrical as possible, it's not that hard to make geocaching a drama. Like, say that you're going to hunt for treasure and you need to find it. We don't know what's in it. Like, don't promise them anything. Don't tell them what it is Uh going to be, but make it a drama. Like, make it an intense... Even if it is just a walk to somewhere, just like an intense like venture, like out. Like, do you mean like draw upon their their imagination, almost like make it like a story? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's really that's really interesting. That that's is a cool. good good story. Good 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 tip, because um, I know um, any of us that have watched your videos and seen uh, Reese on them, there's a, a lot more drama on there when when you're on there. So it's really good. <laughs> I like to bring that out. I would say I would say for the older kids, um, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13. Right. The biggest tip I have is don't push it. Don't push it. Don't push too hard. If if they're if they're kind of waning or they're they're kind of questioning, do I want to go? Um, especially if they've been cashing a lot already. Maybe right. cashing a lot as a as like maybe a younger person. I think, I think like the harder you push it, sometimes the harder they'll, they'll push back. And so I, I just know too many, too many of my geocaching friends that have pushed their, maybe their older kids a little bit too hard in geocaching that it almost, they, they, they lose interest. Right. Uh, so I guess kind of know the limits of your kid and know, start, start really, you know, we could find, I could find hundreds and I'd be happy. Right. But, if you know the limits of your kid and if you push it too hard, then they're going to push back and, and then they're not going to want to go anymore. Right. So, so find maybe those special ones, yeah. uh, like adventure, like if you're going to, I mean, locally here, we have like mud Island, which has a really great earth cache. So yeah. to make it more of an adventure that way or the grotto or something, yes. something like that, that'd be really cool that they would actually enjoy besides just going to the place. Hey, but the caveat of it, Hey, there's a cache here. Let's go get it kind of thing yeah totally yeah so maybe maybe um make the geocaching less the focus and more make the the location more of the cool thing like we're gonna go to this because there's one for example in minneapolis or st paul there's the one in the, inside the science museum so oh, we're wow. gonna go to the science museum we're gonna go to the omni film and then oh there's a geocache here too so if it's sometimes if it's more about location and interest right yeah. i can completely understand that that's that and that what's really great and a lot of those locations, like if you're going to a lot of the bigger locations and you want to make it a location, there happens to be a cache there anyway. So just grab it if you can. So that's awesome. All right. So what would be from maybe next um, age level up? So let's go with the teens. Well, the teens, I, I think, I think with them, oh, you certainly want to embrace that. Don't push it. Right. Of it. Um, but I think. I think for Reese, and you can speak for yourself, I think the the YouTube stuff has almost been maybe even a, a little bit of a draw for the geocaching. So to just be a part of like the YouTube channel. Right. I mean, I've taken, uh, I was, uh, I used to be a, a youth worker and I would take whole groups of teenagers and, and it made, the geocaching was fun, but it made it more fun that we were making a video and we were, you know, making, trying to make people laugh. And, right. and so- um, I think the create, you know, helping them create, helping them create the adventure and not just you having control over it, giving, giving them more options of what you're going to do, have them decide, make sure they're the ones holding, using their phone or your phone. Um, I guess 
I would, I, that would be a tip I'd have for almost anybody is like the very first time, let them use the phone. Right. Like don't you control it all, but give, I guess my biggest tip with teenagers is give them, give them as much control as possible on what the adventure is going to entail. Okay. So and let them be the boss. boss. Yeah. Don't be the boss. And have the focus be on the experience and your relationship with that person mm -hmm. rather than numbers. And we're going to get this many, like, right. Something that we would do a lot is like we'd go geocaching and then like we'd go get food together. Yeah. Okay. I think teenagers are teenagers are pretty wise to know that when the priority is them or the priority is geocaching. It's like, Dad, mom, do you is it really about spending time with me or is it the fact that you you just want to do this hobby? So I think in your own mind and heart, making sure that your priorities are in the right place. Right. As far as like when you're geocaching with your kids, like it's about it should be about them first. Right. And then geocaching, geocaching second. It's just me. And that's a tough thing to do because, you know, like, let's face it. If you're really addicted to geocaching, <laughs> like that's great, but it's okay. It's okay not to go with your kids. Like we, I don't think we should, I don't feel guilty when, when I'm like, Hey, I'm going to this, this adventure, I'm going to find 30, 30 caches on a power trail. I know my kids aren't going to enjoy it. So right. I'm going to go by myself. Right. Um, so I don't think we should feel guilty for not always taking our kids either. Right. And that's, and that's great. Cause I know, and I talked about this in the last podcast, which was when we did a, our first geo art, which 79 caches and the kids loved it. But a lot of times it was just myself jumping out and grabbing it, or they would grab it here and there. We did a few where we walked to several of them, but it ended up being more of, all right, it's, it's getting late. Let's just start grabbing all these so we can finish off the geo art. However, uh, the, this last year, because we did that on December 26th of last year, of the 2018, Nikki goes, hey, can we make that a tradition? Uh -huh. Can we go and do like a huge power run, like that first weekend right after Christmas? And of course, I meant, yeah, let's do it. So we went, <laughs> awesome. we went, we went just uh, down the road and we got 29 caches. I mean, so it's not a lot for some people, but, um, but we were out and challenge caches and different things, just setting things up for the next year. So it was, but we had a lot of fun. And of course, a lot of those were just jumping in and out and grabbing them. But, right. but that was something they wanted to do. So that's awesome. And, and it was her, that was her, that's her idea. That was her. Home. Right. Right. She goes, so, can we make this a tradition every year? Oh, sure. Why not? Sounds like a great tradition to me. <laughs> yep. You twist my arm. Awesome. <laughs> so but yeah that's and i love that t those tips making it about them let them be the boss um just make it more about them versus caching because like you said they'll enjoy it and most of these places have caches anyway so we can grab it anyways if we want to so yeah. and and i'm kind of like on the other end of this like the person sitting next to me right now is an adult she goes to school in kentucky i don't see her every day so you know you <laughs> word to the wise like you don't want you want it to be about your relationship right like, and that goes for anything anybody can get so into something that they that their kids aren't necessarily their priority so um it, yeah make the relationship number one and if they're not into it that day then you know maybe that's not the day <laughs> right you know right i mean things happen and just so all right reese what would be Probably your favorite thing that you've seen your dad do when you are out geocaching. My dad is a very um, focused and committed person in a sense that if he wants to do something, he will do it a hundred percent. 
So, like, for example, one time there was an underwater geocache. This was a long time ago. There's a video. Are you talking about the wading in one or the diving down? Diving down. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> it took t- two trips to even do it. Two trips, two boat trips out. And to then it. you try to get goggles and the goggles wouldn't fit. And then, but like, he will not give up on it at all. Up. For me, I would give up immediately. Yeah. But um, that was a crazy thing he did. Um, he went out of the country to go geocaching. That was a crazy thing he did. Well, which time? Yeah, which time? I, I don't <laughs> you got Germany, you got Brazil, you got... I, I remember you, one You time went to Korea I, too, didn't you? you? You're like, I'm in Germany. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you were in Germany. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just a very, very, very committed person. So every time you go out geocaching with him, it he will find it. Well, like a lot of geocachers, I'm very goal oriented. Right. That that that's a good thing, and also I can be a little too focused, you know, not being able to let go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been there. Um, well, Reese, I hate to break it to you, but I have been with uh, your dad on a cache that we did not find. Really? You remember? Just yeah. yeah. I mean, eventually he'll give up. I know. But he will go to great lengths. We didn't even did an escape room together. Yeah, that was fun. That, that was great. And uh, you know, we were. I well, I'll speak for myself. I was not. I, let's just say those things aren't meant to be done alone. <laughs> no, they're not. Especially that one. So, <laughs> I mean, we even had signal in on that one. So, I know signal the frog barely helped us. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to give us signs, but we couldn't read it. Just really happy for you guys being able to be on uh, geocaching with kids. Some really great tips. So, just kind of wrapping it up. What would be Reese that maybe or Joshua? Passing this geocaching legacy down to your kids. Reese, are you looking to maybe pass geocaching down to your kids in the future as well? Well, the point that I'm at right now in my life, I'm 20 years old. I'm in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I am in college. I don't go geocaching right now. She's, I a, little, don't. she's a little busy. I right. don't. I travel a lot. Um, so I don't go geocaching. But whenever I have opportunity with kids and even sometimes when we're traveling as a team I will take people to geocaches and I will actually show them my dad's videos because it's just like this weird hidden thing about our family that we do and I think if I don't geocache with my children my dad will geocache with my children yeah I I don't see them not experiencing that at some point oh yeah grandpa grandpa casher <laughs> also economically speaking it's a free thing to do that's right with your well, kids well after. sort of free the more you get into it less free it becomes but yeah i also suggest reading the book uh last child in the woods mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about geocaching but it's about kids being outdoors and how mm-hmm. developmentally it's like essential to growing up and kids aren't going outside anymore. Oh, that's really no, they're not. They're playing Fortnite and Minecraft and all those kind of things. Watching so, my dad's videos. Yeah, watching. Well, that's what my kids do. <laughs> Sunday morning, we're like, all right, it's time. Are we ready? Or we'll be sitting at a restaurant and like, hey, we're waiting. Let's watch a video. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we end up doing. So, But thank you once again for being with us on here on Geocaching with, uh, Geocaching with Kids. Uh, we've been fortunate to have Joshua the geocaching vlogger, and Reese, his daughter on here, who's been caching since she was eight years old. She's 20 now, which, Joshua, you pointed this out before, but Reese, you're as old as geocaching. I know. <laughs> Same age. Same age. That is awesome. Geocaching is a little bit 
a little bit older, a few months, because her birth birthday's in September. So, yeah, but not much. Like no, not much at all. But that is four months old. <laughs> could you imagine born. all the caches you could have if you were caching since since it started and you were four oh, months old? That's crazy. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. So. I just want to encourage before we before we kind of close off. I want to encourage just any parents because I'm assuming Derek that a lot of people listening to this will be people searching, right. searching geocaching with kids and looking for podcasts. And I just want people say I want people to know that a lot of them are probably first time geocachers. And I just want to encourage them: don't make the mistakes I made. Really get yourselves familiar with the hobby before you take your kids out, because as fun as it can be. I, I mean, we joke about it now, but I kind of put my kids in a little bit of a dangerous, a dangerous situation. Right. You know, I don't think we had water or anything. So really get yourself familiar. And once you get yourself familiar, you will have the time of your life and your kids. Uh, it'll be quality time. And that's I think that's the hope. Parents are looking for quality, fun, affordable things to do with their kids. So. Right. Be safe out there, people. So learn from our mistakes. I mean, my mistakes have out there, which I've shared with you. And then we, now we've heard from Joshua and Reese on some of the mistakes that were made there. Learn from our mistakes, which will make it, so it will be a better adventure that you guys get to go out there with your kids. Um, have fun. Enjoy it. So, Joshua, for those that have not watched your channel or even heard of you that have been searching for geocaching with kids, how can they see your videos or get in contact with you? Awesome. Well, um, yeah, I've been geo, uh, being a geocaching YouTuber on, on for almost nine years. So you can find me just at geocachingblogger.com, and that'll take you right to um, our channel where we have lots of adventures with my kids. And the cool thing is, is that if you watch it from the beginning to the end, you will literally see my kids grow up before your eyes. <laughs> So there you go, guys. That was Reese and Joshua. I just really want to thank them once again for being on Geocaching with Kids. Some really great pointers and some hilarious stories. Now, I just really want to thank everybody for joining us this month on Geocaching with Kids. It really means the world to us. It's a great. Uh, we just are really thankful for all your guys' input and uh, look forward to any comments that you may want to send to us. Um, that can be sent to... You can send that to Derek at BehindTheCache.com. That's D-E-R-E-K at BehindTheCache.com. Check out our channels, Behind the Cache, and you can find that at BehindTheCache.com. And the Nano Nano Kids. Uh, And that's at TheNanoKids.com, and they'll go right to our YouTube channels. Once again, I want to thank the Geocaching Network for giving us this opportunity. It has been so much fun. Now, I want to encourage you guys, if you got to go out there, Take your kids. Go out yes. with young kids. It's a lot of fun. Take your family. Make those memories. Mm-hmm. Because here, let me tell you something. You can plan the outing, but you cannot plan the adventure. Funny things happen every time. I mean, we oh, yeah, they do. We had so much fun on those events. I mean, the stories that Joshua and Reese were telling, you cannot plan those things. Sometimes you think you might need to be planning better, but those make those memories and make some great stories. All right, guys, we will talk to you guys next month right here on Geocaching with Kids. Have fun and get out there and get some caches. Mm